0: hi hello my name is candace and welcome to another episode of what the hell am i doing because honestly i have absolutely no idea not that all y'all would have caught on to this after one episode but i'm kind of a go big or go home overachiever type of person with honestly a lot of lazy tendencies and what i originally wanted my second episode to be is kind of really out there And I have a couple of friends who are joining me for it, so I kind of want to dedicate a little more than just two weeks into gathering everything that I want to put into that episode, as well as editing it the way that I want to. You can add on top that I'm kind of a bit of a perfectionist when I do projects. In the meantime, I'm kind of gonna use this episode as a filler episode. Due to the fact that I'm moving soon, a lot of things have kind of gone a little weird for me right now. Think of this more as a in-between journal entry of sorts with maybe possibly a little bit of life advice. So if you're still listening and you haven't decided to click out of this episode yet, let's get started. First and foremost let's start with a tinder update i don't know why anybody would be dying to hear about this but i'm gonna do it anyways so i have a love hate relationship with tinder and any dating site in general and i've realized majority of it is i don't know how to write about me i really don't and i hate doing it but since i honestly did some research on how to write a eye-catching about me, I've had a lot of matches and I've had a lot of people message me first, which is weird to me because normally people don't message me first. I have to message them and then it's hit or miss on if they message me. I think like three years ago, I re-downloaded Tinder And I had a message from someone and I responded back to them. And I don't know why, but they responded back saying that they're sorry and they're getting married. If you're getting married, why do you still have Tinder on your phone? Make that make sense to me. I realize that that is super judgmental, but at the same time, if you've already found the person that you wanna spend the rest of your life with, why do you have dating apps? Unless the person that you're with is open to a polyamorous relationship or, you know, an open marriage, you really shouldn't still have that app. I do realize that a lot of people are not going to agree with me on that, and that's fine. Everybody is welcome to their own opinions and their own judgments. And anybody who tries to tell me that they are not a judgmental person, I promise you, you are lying to yourself, and you are lying to everyone around you. I can admit that I am judgmental of people up to the first 10 seconds, because that is about the time frame that you get a first impression from someone. Now, in the case of Tinder it's within the first message and a lot of people have been commenting on the if you ask for nudes i will send you ramen I had a full 10 minute conversation with someone about different types of top ramen and the type of person you are depending upon the ramen that you choose the one that we mutually agreed upon and i'm so sorry if this offends anyone especially because it fits my best friend um, if you like Shrimp Top and he and I both agreed that you are more than likely a serial killer. And the reason why I say it fits my best friend is I can guarantee you that if she ever snaps, I am probably one of the first 10 people that she's going to murder. And it is fully, completely out of love. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I literally have not heard from this dude since. And I'm okay with that. That 10-minute conversation was honestly one of the best ones that I've had recently. In case you've been living under a rock, or you're not big on dating apps and social media and all that stuff, there are some weird people on the internet. If you happen to get so lucky to end up on dating TikTok, there is a huge amount of people who have created a following based on the weird messages that they get. And sometimes when I end up on that side of TikTok, I absolutely love it. And I deep dive into it because my curiosity lands on what is the ratio to the amount of people that actually go on dates with them and people who just ignore them or tell them that they are being creepy. It really does blow my mind that that is the tactics that people choose to hit on a person. Now, this is going to sound really weird from me. But I unfortunately have not had the privilege of getting weird messages. I have had the privilege of being ghosted by two people. Which, that's fine, it's okay. We had a decent conversation until you decided maybe I triggered a red flag for you. Realistically, red flags to everybody is completely different. So getting ghosted is okay, it's kind of like what parents tell you when you're young that there's more fish in the sea just because you got told no or you got turned down or your relationship ended it's okay there's more people it's the whole point of a dating app there is so many more people that you can talk to and you can connect with that honestly it's kind of scary think about it you can buy tinder plus and you can change your location to wherever you want it to be Because I'm moving, I did end up paying for Tinder, and I did change my location to where I'm moving to. And I've got to talk to a lot of people, and as of right now, there's one person who majorly piques my interest, and there's three other people that it's decent conversation, but they haven't piqued my interest as much as this one person. It's bad enough that I kind of get a smile on my face when he messages me. I'm not a love at first sight kind of person. So, this isn't that situation with this person. It's I enjoy hearing from him and talking to him and having conversation. I'm actually looking forward to moving and meeting him in person. And for people who know me really well, I am an extremely shy person when you first meet me. In my male best friend's terms, I am a wallflower and it's pretty accurate so when it comes to meeting this guy it's probably going to be set up to where i have my friends close by and i'm not setting myself up to you know get murdered although i feel like that would be a pretty interesting true crime story for the podcast that i listen to moral of the story is I kind of have good prospects in a sense when I move, which is kind of cool. Before I get into the next topic, as a little forewarning, I think I stated in the first episode that I've been recording these while I'm at work. I work majority of the time by myself, and work is kind of the only place that I have where it's quiet enough that I can get good sound quality, which means I have limited time at work, so I'm recording these on multiple days. In the process of doing so, I kind of caught a little cold, so I might sound a little stuffed up, a little bit nasally, so the rest of this episode might sound a little weird, and I do apologize for that. So, since December, I've been really working on accepting the fact that I have to let go of something that I have been trying to get since I was 21 years old and finally got it in 2021. Realistically, it's not the department that I originally wanted to be a part of, but it's also turned out to be a lot better than I expected. What I'm talking about is the job that I currently work at is one that I have been trying for consistently since like I said I was 21. And every time I applied, I got a call back, but I never made it past, you know, the second interview. And in 2021, I finally made it past the second interview and I got hired and it's been absolutely amazing since. I love my job. Mind you, there's some times where I literally feel like I am being overworked because a lot of my coworkers have families or go to school and have other commitments outside of work. Well, as for me, I don't really have that. My life isn't how it used to be a few years ago where I was responsible for someone else's kids. I was driving them to doctor's appointments. I was taking them to school. I was picking them up from school because, you know, their parent didn't want to be a parent, I took over those responsibilities, regardless if if I wanted to or not, because they needed someone stable in their life who was going to be there. I'm in a situation now where I literally just get to be the fun auntie, the fun godmom. And it's amazing and weird, but it's also put me in a place where my work ethic went from just being normal work ethic to overachieving on a level that I end up burning my candle at both ends. It's given me a lot of amazing opportunities within the workplace and a lot of people know me here and a lot of people really like me but given certain events starting back in November I've kind of had to make the choice to choose future endeavors over a job that I wanted for a really long time. And it's been a bit hard to accept that. I have amazing coworkers and higher-ups that are awesome and supportive and have even gone as far as telling me that they will give me letters of recommendation and they wish me the best of luck in the future and they really wish that I wasn't moving. And that's awesome and it's made it a little bit easier but also a little more difficult. I am not at all trying to play the woe is me, my life is sad, boo-hoo, mumbo-jumbo. What I'm trying to say is that I fought so hard to achieve this dream and I am so proud of myself for sticking to it and finally achieving it because that on its own is a huge realization for me. That when I stick my mind to something and I really try for it, it might take a long time to achieve that goal, but eventually I will do it. And for every single person within this company who has made each and every experience absolutely amazing for me, I'm so grateful for you. I'm a little sad that a couple weeks after I move, a huge event is happening within the company that... I've got to watch develop, but I know that opening day is going to be fantastic. And I wish you all the best, and I hope every single one of you enjoys it. With all of that being said about my current job, At the time that this episode posts, it'll be the day that I have a second interview out of two this week. And honestly, trying to find a job in the location that you're moving to while you're not living in that state yet is kind of a pain in the ass. Especially in the field that I work in. Lucky enough for me... The company that i am applying for completely understands and we've been in communication for the past few weeks so we made the decision to wait till it's about a week to two weeks out from me moving to continue with the hiring process and to find me a spot within the company now the weird thing is is The two interviews that I have this week is for two different departments within this company. Same field, just two different departments. So if I haven't said it before, I do security, and I love doing security. So the reason why I say it's two different departments is there's their main department where you do regular security, and then there's the events department, which I'm kind of more interested in. So what I mean by special events, I mean like major award shows, big music festivals, concerts, sports stadium events in general. I'll even put out there like Comic-Con. So that really piques my interest because my current job, we help out the Imp Theater right across the street from us. And it's kind of cool. I do have one more in a sense pending interview that's gonna happen after i move out there that is thanks to my really close ride or die best friend that i'll be living with she has the amazing talent of being friends with people who own bars and it doesn't take her very long to do that she is a absolutely amazing person super friendly until you piss her off like most people And she might have mentioned to the head of security a little story that she was witness to about me literally throwing someone out of a situation that they were causing that has piqued their interest in wanting to meet me. I have already put in my application for the bar, but like I said, in this field, they kind of want to hire you sooner rather than later, so it's a little difficult to nail a job in security when I'm not out there. At the end of the day, I'm just excited that moving is coming soon, and that job-wise, I should be pretty set. So, at the risk of being too real with all of you, I have absolutely no clue how to end these episodes because I really just want to ramble on and on and have it be incoherent thoughts that come out of my mouth into your ears. But unfortunately, I can't do that because then this would go on for hours. With that being said, I have two countdowns right now. One being my last day here at my job and the other being when I move my happy butt out of California to Colorado where there is snow and trees and deer that run risk of damaging your vehicle and real weather and I'm super excited and I'm looking forward to all of it So thank you for listening in on this episode. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do so. And hopefully you listen to more in the future. Have a wonderful day, night, week, weekend, whenever you chose to listen to this. And I wish you all the best.